You know what it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. You know who it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Odie Mari, Sodi Mari, Mari, Sodi, Mari, Sodi. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Hey, oh, yes, no. Are you ready? Let's go. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. It's the Black and Snurdy Podcast with Odie and Maurice. What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh, it's been three well, weeks. <laughs> One week since you looked at me. All right. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Odie. And I'm Maurice. And you're listening to the Black and Sturdy Podcast. <laughs> and let me get my claps for not taking 10 minutes to get to there. Thank you. Give me my flowers. You finally did it. You finally, after 28 of these episodes, after countless of hours, after doing this for over a year, you finally opened the show in a way that you should have been doing the entire time. First of all, this is not my first time doing that. I just said you've been doing it for 28 episodes. It's not, but I I have, there are several episodes, over if you a listen year. back, mm-hmm. where I did get to the introduction expeditiously sure okay and there I, are some where i got a bit sidetracked mm-hmm. and i would like to say distracted because of you and you knew and you just kept going down the road and not telling me to turn off or park so whose fault is it anyway i believe it's your fault and uh <laughs> yeah since you're on this high horse uh i would like to see how actually prepared you are I'm now that you're prepared. you're you're feeling yourself, I'm extremely prepared. Cool. So then, let's start this off with some questions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know the thing we've been doing the last few weeks, starting each episode <laughs> with some get to know you questions. <laughs> you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. We will. Mm-hmm. Here we After go. A quick Would you like me to vamp com- for commercial you? Commercial break. Would you like me to just talk while you scuttle on over there to get some questions? Good. Well, uh, thank you, listeners, for listening to another episode of the Black and Snurdy podcast. Of course, we come here every week, you know, talk about life, pop culture, you know, mental health. Just, we, we get into the shit, you know? And, of course, we uh, have been experimenting the last few weeks with some, you know, icebreaker questions to sort of get to know the hosts, get to know who you're talking to, you know? <clears throat> get, to get to feel each other out. Because we've been friends for years at this point, and there are facets of each other that we, you know, could always, you know, get to understand, you know? And I would like to understand... What the best decision you ever made was? The best decision that I ever made was getting that above. Okay, never mind. Uh- <laughs> oh, you've woken up and chosen violence this whole episode, and I don't even think there's a little button pressed. We're no, we're only in. We're not even four minutes in yet. No, we're not. Um, but no. Um, I feel okay. So this is tough because. Maybe like 
two, three years ago, I would have said the best decision I ever made was moving to New York. Mm-hmm. But lately, I've been kind of feeling a little bleh, when it comes to New York. You know, it's like ever since the pandemic and a combination of that and me getting older mm-hmm. has just sort of, you know, sort of felt like. Uh, this is no longer the city of gold, the city that never sleeps, you know, like it's, it's more of just like, okay, well now there's, there's just, a, nap? just a town with dog poop on the streets that I have to avoid, you know, it's just, you know, things are opening back up now. Everything's is, fully, 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 fully opened up. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. As I found out last night when, uh, fucking do, oh, that's gonna be in my grinding, but let's just let's just say let's just say as a quick preview, if you're gonna talk to a stranger at a bar, please mm. brush your teeth, have some mint on you, <laughs> Listerine trips or something, you know? Yes, because if your breath can be smelt from like two doors down, then <laughs> you are doing it wrong. Anyhow, um, but I think the best decision that I ever made, I would say going to Howard. Oh, yeah. my God. Twinsies. Yeah. That was what mine was this whole time. Because I, I, I made a bunch of lifelong friends mm-hmm. that I still keep in touch with. As a matter of fact, I'm planning a little birthday get together right now. And I think like of the eight people that I plan on on inviting, I think only two of them didn't. Well, three of them didn't go to Howard. Yeah, so, so yeah, so so I'm just like, my time was just amazing. Mm-hmm. I met so many good people. Mm-hmm. My education uh, was valuable. Mm-hmm. Uh, the experience was just something that I will treasure forevermore. And I didn't get anybody pregnant, and I didn't get a, a CD. So, like, that's all net wins, you know? You I didn't just... get my CD until after college, so... Click, 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 media. <laughs> oh, my God. Mom. Obviously, Dad, obviously. I'm sorry. Obviously. If you're listening to Obviously. This. I would never joke about an STI <laughs> unless it's one of the ones that can be cured with. And you, you had know. it. So I think you're allowed to joke yeah, about of course, something I can. you had. I can joke about it. Like, you know, you don't joke about things that you haven't experienced. Look, sometimes when you go camping. Might not want to wear a sleeping bag. Oh, that's all I'm saying. I don't think that's true, but I think I we get the reference. Yeah. <sighs> God. Sometimes when it's raining, it's and just my nice favorite to feel decision that I've ever made in my rain. life was also <laughs> to be a bison. H mm-hmm. U. You know. Woot woot woot! Waving mm-hmm. Howard hands. Oh, before I deleted the apps, I matched with somebody who. Uh, was uh, also a graduate from Howard. And then, like, we were messaging for a little bit, and then she stopped, and I was just like, how dare you? Like, you're you're a Howard graduate. I feel like I want to, off camera or off mic, I'm going to ask you the person's name. Okay. Um, Because I know someone that matched with you that went to Howard. You do? I do. I think I know them, too. Okay, well, we'll talk about it after. (laughs) But, okay, so, yes, favorite time of my life. Um, oh, okay. And did they go to another college? No, they went to Howard. No, I mean, like, did they go to Howard and then go to grad school at another college? No, 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 they did not. They did not hmm. go to grad school. Okay. Did they talk about me? 
Yes, they've mentioned you because they know that I know you. And like, is this recent? Um, I think this happened about twenty. I have because well they actually just told me this within the last month or two. I feel like they might have mentioned it before and I probably forgot and Are then they still in New York? Are they single? Yes and yes. Well, I mean obviously clearly it didn't work out, but I, I don't think also... that you guys ever really you didn't it wasn't a long wasn't a long mm-hmm. conversation. It was like, hey, hey, like H you, you know, and then you know, like you guys neither of you really said much more. Um, but they're still single. They are still single, and they're still in New York. They are still in New York. Well, we will have this off mic conversation. They actually live very close to me. This so, means that they live close to me. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We're not giving out details on where we live, but no, because we don't want stalkers. Of, obviously, obviously, we already know my situation. Okay. Hmm. Um, I want to <sighs> learn more about this actually, but we'll we'll talk about this off mic. So, again, favorite thing. Best decision I made was going to Howard. Mm-hmm. The contacts, the friendships, the memories. I would never trade them for the world. Mm-hmm. Even like good and bad ones, whatever. Like I know it's cliche to be like, oh, this brought you to where you are. But, you know, there's a lot of things that were great. I feel like I don't, when I think about Howard, I never think really about the any of the shitty times. It's like, and, and not even rose-colored glasses. I just feel like, in general, my time there was great. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's because coming from very white um, schools. Uh, a PWI. Yes. Like all of my private schools were very, very white until high school, which we got a little bit, it got a little blacker. But still then facing like the issues of even though there might be more black people in the location, mm-hmm. you might not actually still be getting like better treatment, even though it's a Christian school. Because there are plenty of people that were getting special treatment that were not doing jack shit. Um, so I would say just, yeah, Howard in general okay. gave me a lot of tools, a lot of great connections, a lot of friends that I love dearly. So that's my vote. There and I go. actually just talked to a, um, a prospective bison. She got in. Mm-hmm. She wants to do school B. We were talking today, and I was giving her some information. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping that. We have another little bison to visit on homecoming when we go for our 10 year Aww, this year. Baby bison. First off, it's been our 10 year for the last three years. It feels like so. <laughs> but we're definitely going. We're there. definitely going this year. Mark that in your calendars. We're get going. And, and you know, everything's opening back up. Oh, so. we need to get oh, a hotel my God. now. Oh, we have the book one. Yeah. At, like tomorrow. Yeah. Like, uh, like booking.com. I has just a free got. Cancellation. So I just got my tax return. Um, and you know, we'll have compensation talks at work and everything like that. Once I know what my budget is for the rest of the year, you better believe that I'm going to Howard, Howard homecoming. Like, cause th- there's going to be so many. We're going double cheeked up and double masked. I will. I don't know about you, but what do you mean be... double cheeked up? You know, like double cheeked up on a Thursday. We're going to be wearing Spanx. Like, what <laughs> do you mean? What are you doing? double cheeked up? When you say double cheeks, those are the cheeks that I'm thinking about. What are you talking about? Have you? What do you mean? Oh, God. Explain yourself. Have you not seen that, like, TikTok no, real Odie, thing where you, the guy's like, you just didn't, the audio is like, oh, you just double cheeked up on a Thursday? No. Odie, Go look it up. Odie, if you've ever said the phrase, have you ever seen that meme or have you ever seen that TikTok, chances are I've never it seen it. It comes on Instagram There's just randomly. There's so many fucking 
TikToks. It just randomly comes up. I'm still trying to catch up on uh, watching uh, fucking TV and catching up on all my shows. Oh, okay. I'm going to play it. Snowfall just came out. Like, it's it's good. Um, I'm not going to play it, actually. I'm going to send you the link. So oh, God. All right. What's the next question? Look at it. Um, all right. Um, and the next question is, enough with the TikTok. <laughs> Look at the card. What's your favorite way to waste time? Mas- okay. Um, oh, my God. Do you need to take a break? Because this is no, I've been. I look. I, I'm as I, steering as the I've, ship. As I've been, as you're driving the boat. Um, uh, yes. As I've been getting older, I've been enjoying, and maybe this is also a habit of working from home. I've been enjoying uh, naps, like just <laughs> enjoying just being in sleep. Although I've been having fucking nightmares. Ugh, I told you about the nightmare that I had the other day. You did. You did. Um. Yeah, I, I, but I, but I just, you know, I like a, I like a good siesta. I like just like I don't know what you're my going to do on the on the couch when there are people. Biden told us we need to get back in the office to bring people back to to what's it feel to be an American. Biden can suck these nuts. Like I don't like. Well, you know, again, depending on how things <laughs> shake out in the next few weeks, it might be a matter of getting back into an office. We'll see. We'll see how things play out, but yeah, I, I do like naps, man. I, I I feel I feel energized afterwards. Mm-hmm. I feel refreshed. Mm-hmm. You know, I I feel like everybody should be allowed to take like a twenty minute nap. Can I tell in the you? Middle of the day, you know, just a quick power nap. Yeah, yeah. It's not long enough to enter REM sleep, but it's long enough to wake up and feel refreshed. I don't ever feel refreshed from naps unless they're like two and a half hours to three hours long. Well, that's. That makes sense. You have to like work up the energy and strength within your sleep to fucking snore. So I get that. <laughs> so that makes a lot of sense. Like it's a process. Like you can't possibly have enough time to adjust your body faculties in order to, you know, chortle out of your nose. First of all, fuck you. I have sleep apnea. Okay. I can't help that I snore. I have a freaking um whatever. I need one of those little machines, and I need I need to get one now. That when Odie, I, once I get insurance, I'm getting one. Oh, you don't need any more things. I need it. The As doctor fact, told me. I I I feel comfortable in saying this. You don't need to own <laughs> any more things. You need to give oh, shit away anything but you don't need any more devices you don't need any more books you don't need any more clothes you don't need anything else entering into your domicile other than food and necessary toiletries like like just everyday i if i i do need a sleep apnea machine because that's what makes sure that you don't die in your sleep one day odie you're 32 years old you've been doing a really good job of not dying in your sleep We've also been doing a really good job of just creating nostril havoc <laughs> with the airwaves with your snort. Okay. Well, now that you've gotten to do your in your bi-hourly insult of me, this might be the episode like <laughs> where that's all I do. It's just <sighs> anyway. Coming at you. My favorite way 
to waste time. Oh gosh. Hmm. You did have a I lot did. of time. To I was thinking about what you were saying. Think. Okay. Well, I wouldn't say books because I don't feel like that's a waste of time. Fair. Um, that's fair. Maybe. Well, I do like scrolling media. I do like scrolling would, social yeah, media. I like, like scrolling media. Twitter and yeah. TikTok. Because you things. can get lost in those things. Oof. I sure can. And yeah. there's always something to tickle my fancy. Yes, my there Gemini. Is. Yes, there is. My Gemini, wanna... Sun and Mercury are like, ooh, information, 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 information. So now we're blaming it on the stars. It's not a blame. It's a, this is just a piece of my personality. Okay. okay. Because I am okay. someone who very much okay. loves information. Yes, you do. Someone called me nosy today, and I said, I'm not nosy. I am curious. It's a difference. But you are nosy. I am not nosy. I Actually, feel like, you know what? You're right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call you nosy. You, you're definitely uh, I'm curious. I'm curious. You're, I, this is my difference You would between, be a cat, and you would have died eight times. My difference between curiosity and nosiness is that when you are nosy, you mm. want that information so you can gossip about people. I have no desire to gossip. I'm just curious about what's going on in people's lives. Mm -hmm. If I saw somebody, like, okay, the conversation about my being nosy came up because they made a joke. We were talking about something, and they made a joke about me being in jail and how I would get beat up extremely quick the moment I start, came in there. And I said, yeah, I know. That's why I know jail's not for me because the, I would be just very curious, asking a lot of questions, and I would get beat up every day. Now all I can think of is just you in an orange suit. Like, I, I wish... Just the simplest thing. Like, oh, your hair looks nice today. Who did that for you? Boom. Odie beat is, up. Odie is the new black. No. Just, just seeing you That on, would be the worst. Like, on, I would, like I, in a I, women's prison... <laughs> you would get your ass kicked so I would too. I would get my ass There's kicked. There's no way. I'm not made for Not it. even because I'm nosy. It's just because I'm 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 small, you know? Like Well, that's I mean, I think that there's there are people who either love me or they absolutely detest my presence. And that has not anything to do with any sort of interaction we've had. Mm -hmm. People like I told you I have people tell me that they don't like me because I'm too happy. And they do not believe that anyone can be that happy. It has to be fake. And that is just, they, they didn't even have to talk to me to feel like that. They just, that's just it. So what am I supposed to do in a prison if I still have some joy in myself? Oh, you are getting shanked on the daily. I'm not, I wouldn't, I would put, no, no, well, don't put the solitary confinement. The only, my I, only hope is that you find a way to, Learn very quickly how to make toilet wine and make that a commodity. And ramen. I need a lot of ramen. Toilet ramen? Did you not see Inventing Anna? Oh, yeah. Can we talk about the show real quick? Like, I'm sorry. But, like, why did anybody get invested in her? You know? Because she's not charming. She's She was, she was just like a fucking bully in a plain Jane ass. And she wasn't even like attractive. She didn't even look like I'm Heidi Klum. I'm trying to build something. Like I don't have time. Up. I don't have time for you. God. All right. You know. And you know. You know what I was thinking about with that show. What? She is basic. Like she was the. She. The female she, version of the Tinder Swindler. No, she's she's just a white dude. Yes, she's just a white dude. Like that's that, the only there's reason. nothing remarkable or impressive about her. Other than the fact that she just is just, just 
lied. You know, she she lied hard, and it wasn't even convinced. Like, like it wasn't even convincing lies. It like, because her accent was all over the. Oh, place. first of all, my cousins are German. And I've told you how I was so outraged through the whole entire time because legitimately I thought that before we saw her passport, I thought we were going to find out that she was actually from like Wisconsin and just had been faking this accent, especially because of that point in the movie where like the guy was talking to her in Russian, I think, and she was pretending not to know what he said. So I was like, oh, maybe she's actually not from. Oh, uh huh. Yep. I didn't know it mm-hmm. had the mm-hmm. sound on mm-hmm. because I gave you the phone and you decided, hey, I'm going to put the sound on for the Chihuahua no, video. I did not. You gave me no, the Chihuahua you. video. Oh, another fly. I, is that the same one? No, it's not because this one looks like it's emaciated. So <sighs> well, the other one the looked Myers like it was well fed. Is over there. Ugh, I killed it. Its mate is it's now fine. here to try to get revenge. It's fine. It's fine. What's, anyway. Yeah. What's the next question? Or the last question. I already know this answer for you anyway, but I'm going to have you, I want you to say it. Sure. Which pets have you treasured? Oh, sweetie. Oh. Not the singer. No, not sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> I had a uh, Rottweiler puppy named Sweetie. And I had her from the summer to the winter. She was the first pet that I ever owned. My mom finally let us have a dog. I would wake up in the morning. I'd let her out in the yard. I'd pick up her her shit, and I'd just play with her. You know what? She was the she is the first and last dog that I allowed to sleep at the foot of my bed. Mm. Like I will never have if I get another dog, I will never allow any dog. Sleep in the bed. A, just for, yeah, it's you know, not, no. just for practical yeah. sanitary reasons. And B, because, like, no one was a, as as, a, as much of a good old dog as, as Sweetie was. But she was stolen. Uh, it, was, it was right around Christmas. Mm. Fresh snow. Like, I let her out to go outside. I, I went out to go get her. She was gone. I went, and I saw that the gate was open, and there were foot tracks that showed that somebody went up to the gate mm. and opened the door. Because she was such a sweetie. Yeah. She just went right with them. Yeah. And I, and then and then a year later, my mom got another dog, Jazzy, who, you know, I grew to appreciate Jazzy. So, you know, I, whatever. But either way, Sweetie was and will always be uh, my, my, my dog, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, even now, as I live in this big ass apartment by myself, I'm like, I would like another dog and I would want a Rottweiler. And I want a Rottweiler puppy. Mm-hmm. I want to ra- raise them. I'm not going to call them Sweetie. Mm-hmm. What about Sweet Tums? It'd be too, too close. Sugar. I might call them sugar. Okay. I might call them sugar. Yeah. Maybe they have a little white patch on them. Oh, my God. See, so don't. Sorry. We'll, we'll see how we'll see how the next few months shape out as mm-hmm. far as compensation and jobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Because that's really the big yeah. marker for it like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get a dog if i can't afford a dog yeah, you know dogs are, expensive. dogs are expensive 
and I, you know, I, I would want to be able to like care for them, you know, mm -hmm. but it'd just be nice to like have a little pitter patter of footsteps around my apartment, you know, like do, 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 do. God. All right. What's what? What about you? What's your answer? Oh, I will say that I've probably treasured all. I mean, I have treasured every single one of my pets. Mm -hmm. um, I've had a lot in my life. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Well, oh, man. There's so many. Efi and Beethoven, because they were my first pets. Efi was the cat. Beethoven was the dog. Beethoven Very, was the dog. Really just. We not. were, I was five. And Beethoven movie had was just a, came was out. The movie, yeah. And we got the dog, even though he was not a Saint. Well, she was not a Saint Bernard. Mm -hmm. We just said oh, Beethoven. She? she was just a mutt. <laughs> she was just everything. Yeah. And we didn't even know she was a she. Thought she was a boy. I thought that Beethoven was gay because she was having sex with all these boy dogs. That just think about the household that I was raised in. That I saw this I boy. Often think about the household that you were raised in. I saw what I like, assumed. What? What created was you? this boy dog <laughs> having sex with all these other boy dogs because they were coming at any they, we were seeing them come after her like it was constant right and so I was like oh Beethoven's gay that was it we were all like oh Beethoven's gay me and my sister my cousin that was it we didn't have any other questions it was just like oh alright cool and then my mom was like not, they're not gay you didn't question... I was five. Reminder. Okay. So, right. no. I didn't question anything. I just knew that... Did you ever walk the dog and notice that it sat down to No, I was five. I didn't pay attention to those things. All I knew is they told us that she was a boy. When the, boy, the dogs balls. started having sex with her, I was like, well, she's a boy. Well, at the time, he's a boy. I know that boys who have sex with boys... Are gay. There's, it's just so much more about your household that you could wrap your head around the concept of well. homosexuality, <laughs> but no one in your household could correct you that a dog was a different gender than what you assumed. Well, it wasn't like my mom or my nana were. They weren't looking it's a girl at dog. the dog. That's it's one sentence. But they weren't looking. We weren't having these conversations. Why are you going so deep into this? I just. We weren't having conversations How long you, like, like about to not know the that dog. Is a boy or a girl? We got the dog from my aunt. They never laid on their back, and did you never scratch their belly? You're asking me questions as if at five years old I was literally scanning I'm the dog. Questioning your household, including your household. No, no one. I'm not like no saying one in the house was that like anybody, this is a this is a everyone just my collectively mom agreed and that my it was Nana a boy. Were not taking care of the dog or doing anything with the dog. And who the fuck knows? They could have been telling us that this was a girl dog the whole time and we weren't listening or whatever the case that kids do when you're talking to them. But all I know is we got her and a month or two after we got her, she was outside and the dogs were having sex with her and we assumed she was gay. Do you need me to write you a thesis on the possibility of why I wasn't aware that she was a dog that was a boy versus a girl? Do I need to do that for you to feel okay? Kinda like I something like I just I just want to I just want to understand, Odie. I just want to understand. 
Look, we have a light week worth of news and stuff to cover, okay? So, I'm just... So, you're just terrorizing me for the sake No, I'm not terrorizing you for the sake of it. What it feels like. Well, I'll lean back. Thank you. Call me Terror Squad. All right. Goodbye. Wow. We shut it down. We're shutting it down. We just pull up. We're moving forward. Do the rock away. To (laughs) pop culture, which is our next segment. All right, so welcome back to the pop culture section. Uh, We we didn't go anywhere. (laughs) And I'm not even going to dignify anything that this person across from me says with a response because we have a lot of interesting things to talk about, some of them good, some of them bad. Some of them very heavy. Right. So what do you want to start with? Can we can we get the heavy stuff out of the way so that All right. we could start like we could we could we can end on something light, you know? You shall try. Okay, well one, we're going we're sending a uh, rest in power, rest in peace to the Good Times actor Johnny Brown. Mm. He passed away this week and he was of a very seasoned age of eighty four. It's seasoned, but, you know, we always, even when people are in their 80s and 90s, like, you wish that they could have had, you know, five more years, ten more years. Um, you know, I'm sure his family and his all of his loved ones wish they could have had, you know, 84 more years with him. And I completely agree. And so we're saying, you know, rest in power to him. He was a great actor. He was in so many iconic shows. And he played in a lot of... Um, he had a lot of parts in different films and things throughout the years, so sending lots of love to him and his family. Yeah. Agreed. Um, no, I agree. Did you not have something to play? I did, but it, it took too long to load. It was going to be the, you know, to any time we yes. talk about. Uh, I thought that would last a little bit longer, but, mm-hmm. yeah. But, well, yeah, that's on me. I didn't queue it up, so it's fine. Um, well, We're still... Thank you for... Yes, rest in power. <clears throat> okay, and... <clears throat> sorry. Well, there's um some other things, obviously, going on in the world that are very difficult and dark. So we're just getting into it. Just, you know, brace yourselves. Uh, one, this war that's currently happening in the Ukraine. Um... It's been terrible. Um, today, uh, there's been lots of news. Uh, President Zelensky has been, of course, continuing his uh, request for planes and for there to be no fly zone. Um, the NATO countries are trained up and gearing up. There are a lot of international recruits. I will say that we are going to have to monitor the people who are going to the Ukraine to fight, you know, the Soviets or whatever they're saying. They're, that's what people are saying. They're going there to fight the Soviets and to fight Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that I feel like we really are going to need to be mindful of is the fact that a lot of these people, firstly, a portion of these people that are going there are far writers mm-hmm. who are really just interested in getting weapons training yeah. and further context to like contacts yeah. to create, um, 
shenanigans across the world. So it's like, yes, great that you're looping in, but like when you think about people who are going to purposely join a fight like that and purposely uh, put themselves in harm's way, that's not, those are not people that you necessarily are like. But, uh, okay, my. There's a dip, like, well, wait, oh, let me say, let me backtrack. There are people that are going to to righteously fight for better because, like, that's what a lot of people do. We volunteer all the time to help, right? But we have to think about there are people who are gung-ho to go there. They don't care about the Ukrainian. They only care about fighting and getting guns and shooting people. Like, they, and those are the people that when they get to a place will be doing all those different war crimes because they're so drunk on this, like, this power because they've been playing Call of Duty for all their life and now they're pro- trying to finally, you know... Get it in real life. So I think we just have to be very mindful of that. I I agree with you. I I agree, but I don't see this country as being the ones being mindful of it. Because like as oh, we're not. for as long as we've been going to war, like there have been like we like we don't care about like our soldiers. We don't take care of them afterwards. So why the fuck are we gonna like do our due diligence? I like fucking oof. I was about to say that like weirdly enough, like police officers do more due diligence when it comes to hiring other police officers than the actual military does. And yeah, yeah, okay. No, I and that's only because I know a number of mall security people who didn't pass the psychological exam to be police officers. But they got into the military. <laughs> no, yeah, they got into the military. Yeah. Exactly. They were in the military. <laughs> they couldn't be cops because they couldn't pass the fucking psychological exam. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's just, it's the and war. And now they're just fucking waving a flashlight around. and. Well, as much as I would like there to be a lot of um, people going. Stalking around on the ends. Going over there to fight for the point of good and to help the people. Yeah. That unfortunately is not the case. But I think that more people are going to continue to go. Um both righteous and not righteous for not righteous and re- righteous reasons and non-righteous reasons. But today I saw an unfo- a very unfortunate video of the civilians who were killed by a rocket. Mm. It was a mom. I think it was, it said parents and their two kids, but like it was just very disturbing of course. And it just reminded me of like, you know, one of the things that got Americans okay with going into the war the for World War Two, what were the um, images coming out of the concentration camps? Because before people saw those, they knew that the war was happening. They knew like what the reasonings were kind of behind it, but it was one of those made like, out of sight, out of sight, out of mind. Uh, similar to what was happening like with the Civil War. One thing that got a lot of people to be abolitionists were uh, the uh, essays and stories like um, uh, what is it called? Uh, Tom Uncle Tom's Cabin by Harriet Beecher Stowe, stories like that that were like describing 
slavery to people and and the horrors of it, and so it got people behind. So on one hand, I do believe that one of the great points of media and why it's called, you know, the the fifth estate or whatever, is that you get the ability to tell people, like, this is, like, you should care, of course, but, like, here's evidence of why. Here are receipts of why you should care. But I feel like could we not do that in a... I don't know if seeing dead bodies on the front page, of children especially, is helping anybody um, because it's just that's just a horrible image for anyone to have to see um and i i wonder like if those families want their who knows if they want their their families shown like that because on one hand emmett till's mother told them take the keep the casket open because i want them to see what they did to my baby so perhaps some of these people want just their family to be shown but we wouldn't know that and you're not getting freaking media releases from people in the midst of war. So I feel like that's that's been a lot, but I'm just hoping in hopes of hopes that there are more talks this week that allow for peace to happen because they've been supposed they they were supposed to have a ceasefire so that people could exit and like today Maripol one of the areas in Ukraine they couldn't even they had to halt the evacuation of c- of civilians because the shelling was just continuing so um that's just you know an unfortunate it's a continued unfortunate situation that I'm hoping does not continue to escalate right thoughts and prayers <coughs> thoughts and prayers um, and then to add insult to injury, did you hear about Brittany Griner? No, please tell me. So, you know, Brittany Griner, a.k.a., like, well, I'm not going to say that, but she's very popular in the NBA. Okay. She's very attractive. WNBA. WNBA, sorry. Very yeah. attractive. Great player. Um, you know, everyone, she's a very popular star of the WNBA. Mm-hmm. Um, she just got married recently, and maybe three, or maybe not recently, but she's recently married. Um, you know, beautiful wife, beautiful family, etc. Mm-hmm. She was in Russia, and on her way to leave Russia, they said that the the airport dogs, the these um, drug sniffing dogs, smelled cannabis in her trunk, and they that caused them to look through it. They found hashish oil, which is like a vape. Mm-hmm. They collected it. She's been there for three weeks, and we're only mm. reason, we only found out this past week. She's been there for three weeks, detained by them. Who, no, no clue of how, what sort of uh, conditions that she's been detained in. But uh, the fact that she is a black woman who's also queer, and Russia has some of the worst. Yeah, they LGBTQ. Laws, yes, agreed in the world, yes, um, which is why you, I mean, they have constantly had you know protests around the world of the people there who are, you, you know, know, did they say why she was there? I believe she was playing basketball, okay, well, um, but you know, unfortunately, I don't know if you know much about the NBA, the WNBA and its pay structure, but some of these women, even if they're the stars on the team, they don't make that much, they, the cap, I think, is like. I edited a story a few years ago where the, they said that the cap was like um, 
maybe 120. Shout out to Paulana. Lamia. Oh, okay. I she was going to say like maybe like 350,000 No, she, like she did a lot of great investigation on that. And she profiled several women and they were not making, it was like high, high 100s. Not even to two. For them to be, a lot of them have second jobs. Because you can't, it's not like, there are sometimes men on the, on the, in the NBA, even if you're on the bench, might make more than a woman who's a star player on a star team that's winning championships. Mm-hmm. But you could be on the Knicks and haven't won anything in however long, <laughs> do nothing, never, barely even suit up. And make more than a woman like Brittany Griner. Yeah. So, of course, they have to, WNBA players, like, have to have another job, another source of income, whether that's playing internationally on these international teams or having their own personal businesses. So, <clears throat> she was there working. Now, you could, there are people who have been asking all these different questions. Why was she? Why did she have the weed? Why didn't she just get someone else to carry it and all that stuff? Like those questions, we could ask them. But at, but the main thing we have to be concerned about is: is this black woman in another commun in a in a communist country that is already having issues with America? Is she safe? Is she being taken care of? Are all the Geneva Convention things? I mean, I know that's for war, but in general, like, are things being taken care of? Because we there's just been so much hostility over the up uh, the upcoming months leading us up to the war in Ukraine between Russia and America that um, I'm worried now that we are that the Ukraine and Russia are in this war or Russia has set a war on Ukraine that. Uh, because America has been spearheading all of these sanctions and things, that they're going to possibly try to make this, Russia may try to make this into an international incident. And in the situation like, remember when that white guy was in North Korea and he stole that painting from the hotel? Right, right, And they were trying to get him back and all that? Like, even though I thought, (laughs) my thoughts on that are very different than my thoughts on Brittany Griner. Um, but that situation could have easily become an international incident, and that was not even a time of war. It was just a time of tension, and so now it's like, <coughs> bless you, thank you. What What's gonna happen? Mostly, is she okay? Yeah. Her wife put out a statement today, like you know that she's obviously very upset, sad, etc. But it's just. It's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. It's a lot. No, it's crazy. It's a lot. Like, I, I really hope that she's okay. Hopefully, you know, can get, get can, we can get her back. Yeah. You know, she can get back home soon. Um, Yeah, man. Like, that's that's rough. Like, to be held captive in another country, uh, in jail three weeks, and now there's also a war going on in said country or mm-hmm. around surrounding said country. Like, it's, oof. Man, man, oh man, oh man. Well, I mean, she's not the the first, uh, the only basketball player to have been like stuck over there in recent weeks. She's that guy, Maurice Cheeks. Yeah, like I, but I would hate to be stuck anywhere. You oh know yeah, what I mean? for sure. Like, but just being like, I mean, it just shows how it's interesting. Have you ever seen that movie, The Terminal? Yes. Have you ever seen that movie, Broke Down Palace? No. Well, that's a worse situation than the terminal. Yes, it is. The terminal was uh, a, a nightmare. 
well, broke down palace. I mean, it, it was, was it was supposed to be like delightful, and it was like, hey, like I'm falling in love, and like or, or whatever the fuck, like I'm getting to know all the people who work at the airport, but like. Being stuck anywhere it, is terrible. Yeah, being stuck anywhere that's not your actual home yes. is terrible. Yeah. And that movie is terrible. Sorry, Tom Hanks. This is me coming after you for making that awful movie. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a terrible situation. Yeah, and we already have, like, you know, there's lots of racism that's going on there yes. in, the, in that area right now with the... the Black students who are not being able to leave the Ukraine mm-hmm. or, you know, they're trying to keep them there. Mm-hmm. And now this. So we just on all sides, we want our black people to be safe, to be secure and to be healthy. So sending all the positive vibes to her. Yeah. Um, so what's next? Did you watch the State of the Union? Uh, I saw bits and pieces of it. OK. Like it. Yeah. Well, a lot of people saw it, and mm-hmm. apparently Biden's approval rate has jumped up 47% after. Um, some of these things, I don't know how, because some of the, most of the people are like, because of the way he's handling this Russia-Ukraine situation, um, I only feel like that is people think that because they are stupid and don't understand world history and or how a lot of these countries work. Um, not to say, like, the sanctions on Russia. Mm-hmm. On one hand, if we're trying to stop somebody, mm-hmm. Cut, usually cutting off the cutting money, off might, the money help. might help. However, the people of Russia are not the people who started or are continuing this war. Yeah, Majority of the people in Russia... Now, of course, you have the people in the Russian military who are carrying out orders. So... Take, take the people in the military out of it. Everyday civilians who are living in Russia, one, they're protesting every day, which in Russia is, like, you think protesting here is is scary? Protesting there, you can be uh, disappeared to Siberia real, real quick. Um, and every day they're Locked out there. Yeah. I just, I was reading these messages that people were saying that even if they hadn't, they hadn't even posted anything, um related to the Ukraine's anything. And a journalist was saying one of their friends got um, basically stopped by the secret police or whatever and was like, I heard you talking about you have issues with the war. You know, and this is this is them never even posting. Perhaps they've been talking in their home. But, like, you have to think the way they don't have live in a democracy. We barely do. But, like, there it's very stressful yeah. and scary to be protesting things. Yeah. Um, and so the people of Russia are not the ones who are causing the problem, but they're the ones who are bearing the brunt of sanctions. Like Netflix, you can't use Netflix. You can't use Apple Pay. You can't you use... You can't use the WWE Network. Uh, uh, yeah. Just think, and even if someone says, oh, Netflix, no big deal. But just imagine you are in, you're in a country that you know you're at going to war. Mm-hmm. You probably in Russia right now. There are people are not prospering. Like it is still very much a lot of people in poverty who are trying to get out. Mm-hmm. And one of the and you know can't flee. People have been trying, but they can't flee the country. Even though now they're you know they're talking about martial law being implemented mm-hmm. because people can't just up and leave. 
even if you don't if you don't live in one of those big cities, you're in the villages. There's not a lot of good information. All you know is now every single part of your life that you could be using to cope in times of war have been shut off. Mm-hmm. You don't have access to any money. If you you can't get into the banks, and I'm just curious as to at what point are we going to rethink the strategies that worked during World War One, World War Two, stuff like that, that are not going to work now. One, the sanctions don't hurt Putin. You have to get to like the oligarchs who are. They may not be having political power, but they have power in the sense that they have connections to Putin. If those oligarchs say, "Yeah, we don't, we're not down for this war. We're losing too much money in whatever the case may be." then you would have a chance of probably talking to him in reason. But I think that Americans who are are saying, oh, this is a great way to act towards the war, um, especially if they're talking about going there to fight, are confused about who Russia is. And my understanding of Russia, even with the, the, like this, I would say I probably only know maybe even 10 10 to 20% of Russian history. But all I know is that they're fucking about that life. Number one, mm-hmm. they are they are living. They have lived generations in like harsher conditions that any American has. Yeah. So they're <clears throat> like they're 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 prepared for the shits. You know, the like Soviet they're prepared Union, you know, to like, to go without to fucking breadline this shit. You know, the Soviet like, Union only ended what was that in the eighties? In the eighties, right? we never have had. We, we talk about fascism, and not to say that there are not things that have happened in the U.S. that are close to fascism and that are super, like, anti-democratic and all that, but we don't, we are pampered babies. Yeah, we are. And we are, we don't really understand Putin also. He is, like, a totally different breed of dictator, mm-hmm. and he's also really wealthy. I don't think that he cares if any Russians in his population starve to death. No, because the so. the predecessors didn't. When all those all those um, theories about people eating each other in the you know during these situations where there was no food and what were people going to like there are so many you could find books and things about people discussing what were people doing when the Soviet Union and the USSR when they didn't have any foods like it was the shit was scary. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like we need to like the State of the Union to me. Ukraine situation, it was he he gave a very good uh, Captain America speech. Yeah, but it was not something useful. Yeah, and also uh, the whole the police need to be funded, not defunded. Uh, yeah, I, I I saw that that bullshit. bullshit um, which is completely different from his campaign. Yeah, we we know that. Uh, no mention of student loans, but we can go to war. Of course, we we can fund. Fucking police officers in the billions or whatever amount, but we cannot take out the student loans because that's gonna cripple the economy. As if the the budget for the military and the budget for the police and all these things that we don't use for real, for real. You want fucking police to have the robot dogs from Black Mirror? Yeah, I don't. I'll never understand why the thirty fourth Street train station has like police officers with AK-47s guarding that one Wells Fargo ATM. <laughs> I'll never understand why that is the case. I don't get it. 
they get money and they don't use it for actual training, actual like mindfulness workshops. They get toys. They get toys that they barely know how to use and then they're just fucking blowing people up and other bullshit. Like for for the State of the Union, I gave him a C. There are some things he did said that made sense. There were some things that I felt don't really make sense. And I'm sure once you dig into all the promises that he made, there are going to be a lot of loopholes. I feel like you know he definitely was catering to the right. Um, he was trying to cater to both sides, but the the talking about you know immigration and building whatever building America back whatever stupid bullshit it was. It was a tough hour. I wasn't, it really wasn't that great. And I don't want to have to hear about funding the police ever again. So, yeah. I'm, I'm so of the mindset that, like, the one tweak that feels like it could be easy to make is just say, like, the way that. Most jobs say, hey, like, if you want to do this job, you need a college degree. Like, just say, hey, if you want to be a police officer, you need a college degree. Like, if you just make that one tweak, how much how much different police would be? Well, I think that, and I'm going to play devil's Probably advocate. Probably cut down on the fucking domestic abuse. I'm going to play devil's advocate. And I know the devil doesn't need an advocate. Mm-hmm. But... There are plenty of people who are college educated who are absolute dipshits. Well, yeah. And terrible people. Look at so, me. <laughs> I think that it's a mixture of, it's not just, okay, going to college. It's like, are you taking criminal justice plus psychology and sociology plus uh, uh, like a multicultural, like you have to be t- having but people. something more than like a 10 week fucking no, of course, course of yeah. something, in, in, you know. In so many Ooh, other. We're going to give you $42,000 a year starting, bo- like starting, not I including mean, overtime and, and bonus. I or have like friends that. who are police officers now and like. Because you could jump over a wall and you dotted the right Scantron. They're from bubbles. Long Island, like I am. And they asked when they were placed in the city, Evan in Harlem, they were they asked if they could go somewhere else so that they could be placed in a, you know, a different, I guess less black, you know, dangerous neighborhood. Your friend. It's a friend from high school. Okay. And they asked to be put in a different place. Now these are the things. If you there are plenty of people who are living raised on Long Island who associate the the city with this like fucking Mad Max danger filled place when it's nothing like that. Um, it's really no different than really being in the suburbs. Crazier shit was happening out there. You just don't really hear about it or see it as much. And, or you don't have a subway to like give you a full spectrum of the human experience in that same way. But that's the type of people that are, wor- and he, and he's not a bad person. Um, he's also not white, but he has a fear of, of whatever. He has an apprehension of working in a neighborhood where there's a bunch of black and brown people that he has whatever preconceived notions about. Now take a white person who has that same mentality. You put them in the police force. 
Those are the ones who are shooting people because they're just like, ooh. And they come to the, you, you, if you live in Long Island and you work in the city, you're making way more money. If you work in Lindenhurst as a police officer, you might make forty to $50,000 a year. If you're working in Harlem, you might make $60,000, 60000 you know, for the, whatever that little jump is. And, but then you have people in the neighborhoods who really don't care or don't know anything about the culture or whatever like that who are now policing. And not to say that, you know, community policing is the way to go because that doesn't always help either. I am, as I said, I say all the time, I am completely an abolitionist. So if it was my choice, we would not have these police at all. We would have figured out a way to get the resources in the community that we don't need them. And we can we have all the funds like for whatever restorative justice that we are going to be doing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I know for sure the the answer is not to give them more money. So Joe Biden, do better. Um, all right. You have I sent you a video. Yes, you did. I did. I did. You did send me a video. And it is about the, um, you know, the Kanye West situation has continued to escalate. Uh, Kim Kardashian got approved to be considered single by um, the L.A. courts. It's not a divorce, but it's like, I, uh, if I'm understanding it clearly enough, it's like if, you, if she wanted to get married again, like technically she's just not married to him in a way, but she still has to get the full divorce. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of legal jargon that I was reading that I'm not sure I completely understood. But um, a lot of people have been thinking the situation is really funny. They've been kikiing it up about it. Um, I've seen a lot of guys like, oh, y'all girls always want somebody to do this for you, and then you do, and you don't like it. But if he was attractive, you would have no problem with him blowing you up and sitting outside your house in a grass suit. Um, which is not the truth. Um, I don't think that any woman would want or need uh, someone to be literally and figuratively stalking them, harassing them, and sending them, uh, sending their partners threatening messages through their DMs in a, and by, um, you know, making them... Uh, nervous that a freaking crazed fan is going to attack them. Um, but here we are. So DL Hughley was on the that Vlad show, which I'm not a fan Vlad of. TV. Vlad yeah, TV. Of course not, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of it because I feel like, one, it's weird that this white guy always gets all these black celebrities on there. He does not, to me, ask them, like, proper questions, and it's just very problematic. However... D.L. Hughley was on the show. He was talking to him, and I fa- I didn't see. I had not watched the clip of the whole thing until recently. But this is a, a snippet of Vlad talking to him about the Kanye West situation, and he was like, "You know, I thought it was funny because, you know, he was in the bushes and making the memes of the Civil War, da da da." da. And uh, this is D.L. Hughley's response, and I'm curious to get your take on it. Woman it's never been online. Fun. It's never been fun. That's not from her house. Th- listen, I don't. I think that I've watched too many times where things like that happen, and a woman or somebody's not believed, 
and then things escalate. Yeah. Tom, he is stalking her. You could think it's cute. If it was my daughter, I'd do something about it. I don't mm. think it's funny. I think that you can't write a beat so good that you get to do these things. And society laughs it off because they say, well, she showed her ass all the time and he's this and he's that and this that. At a certain point, it def it is not unusual for men like that. The, only, the only difference between him and a restraining order is about 20 hits and a couple of hundred million dollars. I just don't think it's funny. I think that that, that Kanye wouldn't get no pussy at all if he didn't write no hits. You know that. Like, he's not the kind of dude. He don't, <laughs> like, he counts on the shit, he, this mystique. Right. And in the end, she got just as much bread as she as she is. Yeah. And why talk to him? Pete Davidson is a scribe. Like, I don't get what the point is of threatening him. Like, if, if you if you threatening to do this your woman, all they're going to do is her harder. Okay. So, all right. So, real quick, I just want to say that, um, nah, man, Kanye is definitely stalking the fuck out of Kim Kardashian, and, and it's not good fucking behavior. Like, it's, it's, it's terrifying. It's, it's upsetting. I really, I go back to thinking about, like, what about the children? Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's not mm -hmm. behavior that creates a safe environment for the children. Yeah. You know, I got to imagine they're already living in a sort of tumultuous atmosphere. Mm -hmm. I got to imagine. Um just because like I I just know how hard it is when married couples uh you know divorce. Mhm. Mm you know, like that, that, that upheaval of whatever the status quo is tends to be hard on the children. To then add like all of this like vitriol towards Pete Davidson and then he just came out with a music video for Easy with the game and he like, like it's claymation, he buried Pete Davidson's head in it and shit like that. And it's just like, 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 why, for the love of God, is it that these people with all the money in the world that have so much money, that have so much access to resources, mm -hmm. don't just go to fucking therapy to work out their their demons and their evils and shit like to 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 actually like process whatever the fuck they're going through. I'm over here struggling to find a black therapist. You know, and I only make X amount a year. One of my favorite uh, podcasters, his name is Look at Dustin from the Friend Zone. He says something all the time uh, about these people and their shenanigans, uh, these celebrities and their shenanigans that I really, really deeply agree with. And it's leave us alone. Leave us alone. You have billions of dollars. Why, oh why, are you putting all of your business on social media like you work at the freaking Piggly Wiggly? <laughs> and I hate it when those people do it. I hate when someone was like, well, we all seen somebody in a relationship do this. Yeah, and I hate it. Now, uh, well, I would say I hate it because it's stupid. I don't necessarily hate watching the drama unfold. Because that's when I'm being, in a sense, nosy. Because I'm like, oh, what's the tea? 
But it's like once it gets to a point where it is like getting violent and someone could possibly get hurt, either David, Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian, or both of them, I that's when it's like this is enough is enough, especially with your Why children. Why does it even have to get to that point? This is alarming behavior. Oh no, it's it's alarming before, but it's like the it's uh, so alarming because of the fact that both of them could be uh, Pete Davidson or Kim Kardashian could be getting harmed physically, and even his children. I mean, depending on you know if a, if a rogue fan decides I'm gonna do this for Kanye. And tries to attack Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. Maybe blue, uh, blue, uh, maybe North's in the car, you know, or West or what the middle, Pete, Holy Spirit, whatever, whatever the middle name is, Peace or something like that. Like any of these children could be in the car at any point where somebody decides they're going to try to tail them or run them off the road. Anything, it doesn't matter. And I don't, Kim Kardashian is not somebody that I wish that I ever had to hear about for the rest of my entirety of life. Like, if it could just be washed out, if you can spotless, bright sunshine of the mind, whatever, take that out, I would be happy. But that's not what the situation is. And so it's just very sad that he has not gotten the help that he needs, that people are continuing to enable him because everyone's still watching that damn documentary and talking about, but it's so good. You get to see Don doing what? Stop. Leave his mother out of it. And I'm not, and I'm the one person that used to always say, you know, after his mother passed, he had some sort of nervous breakdown. And I can understand why he hasn't been himself. But at this point, go get your meds. And I'm not being facetious. We know that he's on them. Go get them. And take them. Because as someone who also has a mental illness, when you don't take your medicine, bad things happen. Whether you mean it or not. And you're just out here just free ball in the world and possibly getting people hurt. That's it. That's all I have to say about it. Okay. Yeah. I don't have anything else. So where are we now? Do you okay? Now we're getting into oh, fuck All the right. lighter part. Did you send me this? I did. Uh, the same place I sent you the other one that you were supposed to uh, have up and ready. Odie, you know, like you oh, you don't like you it. Ready with the you don't like it when people say things. You don't like so things, but you could. Uh, but maybe could, But who could have reminded me to get the question? Because it's not like there's someone here that I, does not I, know. As a matter of fact, I, I have think I a, even made mention that like, not. oh, I'm probably gonna bring this up. You um, did not. You did not say, Odie, don't forget to get the car. No, I didn't. I didn't say that. What I said was, oh, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm you decided you wanted to make this. fun of me. So instead uh, of helping the podcast, cool. you wanted we're talking to about helping the podcast. Did you give me some detriment. sort of time code to? Because we're not gonna <sighs> listen to all seven minutes and fifty nine seconds of this. Right? We're not. We're not. First, play. Oh, let me go back to the, back to it. Mm-hmm. I, what? I. Yeah. I'm not gonna. You know what? I'm not gonna play. I'm gonna knock you is, off of this, this fucking. Is a high horse effort. that you. This is no. I don't feel, feel in any way you because on. you know what we are a team. So when one yeah, of us what, fails, what, both of us what, fails. What makes what makes teamwork? I want what's, you to what's start work? at two twenty and play five seconds of two twenty. What's gonna work? And then teamwork. 
we're going to have um all right five seconds of of uh 220 yes okay um give me a second there's a commercial (laughs) why is there a commercial in the midst oh that'd be youtube has been doing that you know that i can't even listen to my sophagio frequencies all the way through because they stopped just letting it play i thank god because i've heard those and they are terrifying (laughs) just play the clip here we go by the way, this is uh, Aretha Franklin's granddaughter. Yes. Grace Franklin. For some reason, she's she's auditioning for American Idol. And this is just a little bit of her singing prowess. Okay, no. She kind of looks like Rhonda. <laughs> oh my god, she does his baby. Oh my god, she is baby Ron. Like my friend Rhonda. Wow, she does. And I was just like, I was, I'm just watching this. I'm just like, <laughs> this is shout out to uh, her hair. Her well, <laughs> there's multiple channels at this point. Go look her up. Uh, <laughs> All right, so we heard that, and now. This was trending today because Lionel, this is Lionel Richie's response, and mm-hmm. that is going to start, go to 544. It's going to probably go from, from Katy Perry to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, more commercial. commercial. Yeah. yeah. Every time you and do something. it's always these two fucking uh, the, the boys. car commercial? Yeah. It's just like they're, they're, they're on a siesta. Like, uh, siesta. Okay. Can't sing that. Sorry. Yeah. We, we're not. Ugh, God yep. damn it. So many. Yep. So many good. You said five forty. Yep. Five forty. Yeah, five forty four. Five forty four. Here we go. I think we can find that next level with you. Okay. You're a yes. So this me. is um. She's had one no from Luke Bryan. Bryan yeah. And a yes Franklin. from Katy Perry. I love you, and I think the best thing for you in life is to take a shot. Going backwards, he does look like a California. Go back and get a running start and come at this again. I'm not responding. He does. Lionel Richie, are you putting pressure on me? Listen, she's got stardust. Give her a shot. Give her a chance. I'm sure Aretha wasn't Aretha when she walked into the room, but somebody said yes. I want. Okay. I have a question. Why the fuck is Aretha Franklin's granddaughter on American Idol auditioning like the rest of these fucking plebs? I feel like she she probably wanted to just say, I'm going to get this on my own. That's not on her own. She's in front of Lionel Richie. (laughs) But I mean, like, (laughs) let me... Let me just sing you for somebody. Get ass to like a fucking coffee shop and start singing some fucking Nora Jones she, and shit on 15. a guitar. Yeah. She's probably like, I want to do this Don't on my own. She I knows that come. people, I think that if, if I was a 15 year old with her cat, um, her lineage, as uh, Lionel Richie said, then this could be a way of both people seeing her talent and. Being able to say, like, well, I'm going to try out for this very popular show. Mm. People will be, be able to see me. They'll then want to follow your on, story, your social media, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That was um, not a... 
Okay. I just so, think she chose yeah. a. I just think she didn't choose a good song to sing. Well, she was singing um, "Killing Me Softly." Mm-hmm. Oh, she also sang "Ain't No Way" by her grandmother, but we didn't hear that one, so yeah. we're not gonna play that. Um, and "Killing Me Softly" is a it. very difficult song to sing for anyone. Lauren Hill's extremely great vocalist. I mean, okay, so uh, I think that it we in the black community runs. keep forgetting that like that was a fucking like original song at one point like it, it, it lauren hill played the cover and that's why we yeah, we are like that's lauren hill song isn't it um by dolly parton uh is it dolly parton? Um, hold on i'm looking at I'm no looking at um it's i feel like it's 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 some new jersey uh fucking uh italian um roberta flack wow yeah. where did i get oh wow dolly parton? yeah i don't know why you got um, but the black community has always known it was a cover. I don't know. Maybe no, no. I'm not saying the black Joe community knows always a co- cover. I'm saying the black community has always said that Lauren Hill has the definitive version. What I'm saying is that you there was... You prefer Roberta Flax. No, I don't prefer Roberta well, Flax. Okay. No, what I'm saying is that, like, we're treating... This little girl didn't... She was doing... The Lauren Hill version over the Roberta <laughs> Flack fucking instrumentals. Yeah, she wasn't doing it to like the fucking uh, uh, eight hundred eight beats. Of the, why okay. not I uh, like right. not okay. doing it? She all was right. doing it to a fucking piano that was doing the Roberta Flack r- version of it. <laughs> you know, but she's over here uh, uh, like uh, uh, modulating as if she was Lauren Hill. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. She's fifteen years old. Miss Ed- the Killing Me Softly song is older she's than her. Educated. It's For older than her. Sure. Okay. She was doing the song in the way that she knew. And I think that Lionel Richie made a very great point. Sometimes, and this is not for her, but this is for everybody. Myself and yourself included. Sometimes you need to jump back to jump forward. And it wouldn't, it is not to me. I felt like Luke Bryan gave her the response of like, you know, you're talented. I think you need more time. Katy Perry is like, jump out, we got you. No, Katy, just because you, you know, you've had your time and you've progressed. She is a young woman. It is better for her to come out here as you can't come out only midway when you have people like Chloe and Haley and Normani who are out here singing. Yeah. Okay, and she has a voice where it's like, I don't feel even you know she's young. Her yeah. voice still sounds young. Yeah, she a, she needs more. She needs like more like go, practice. Practice exactly because it's perhaps you know a lot of people they learn to sing in the church. Yes, in at home you're singing. You're not necessarily going that's to singing go lessons to all the way. That, when I started realizing that that's what they're doing up there, it's so like mm-hmm. this is just this is practice to make your voice better, but it's not. And now you're ruining my Sunday? Like, this is how I'm going to start my the end of the weekend? Nah. Well. Nah, son. I think that she did her best, and I think catch that. Catch the Holy Ghost in my sleep. We have to. Um, but I, I think we have to. Good enough. Um, be. Give her grace and be respectful of the fact that she's a young woman. Yes. Learning her craft, yes. she you can tell from when you if you go when you go to listen to the whole thing because we can't play it because of copyright. Mm-hmm. You will hear that her voice is 
it's not there's something there yeah like there's it may not be where it needs there. to be right now because she's still very young mm-hmm. but i don't think that if with with a good singing coach even even a mid singing coach i think that she could get herself yeah. a good contract like but they're just you know she was shy which was they said to overcome her shyness to be able to be that powerhouse and Katy perry i don't know what what aretha franklin you were listening to or knew about you must not have watched the Respect movie. I haven't either, but all I, I do know about Aretha that she has been singing yeah. since she like came out of the womb. So there was people might have said no to her. It wasn't because she couldn't sing, so she was a young black woman and they didn't weren't saying yes to any of us at the time. Yeah. So like There was racism involved, Katy Perry. It wasn't because her voice they when they said, Oh, it's one, she was a tall, dark skinned. I think at that point she might have even had a kid at the time she got signed. Um, so let's let's just not yeah let's rewrite not history. Um, but good luck to you. Is her is her name? Is it Grace? It's Grace. Grace. Oh, beautiful name. Yeah, Grace. Grace. Next year, if you come on American Idol, if you go on The Voice, if you go on any one of these myriad of these shows that judge you for those things, I feel like you'll do really well. I feel like you're going to take this feedback. Perhaps, maybe, you know what? Lionel Rich, Richie needs to, uh, he wanted to give all those anecdotes about Aretha. Take her under your wing. Give her, get her some good connections to, to where she can go to get a good voice coach and, and learn the different things she needs to learn so she can come back or maybe not even need to come back, but just do it for the socials. Be stronger than ever. Get the contract. And we can move forward, and you can be you can be, uh, inspir not inspiration. What is the word? You can be insurmountable. In dang it, the word just dropped out of my head. You could be the reason why Aretha Franklin's granddaughter is a megastore. Yeah, well, only time will tell. So, um, time. Oh my God, what is it? And do you I think didn't, I I didn't realize how many we had left? We did. We only have two. Yeah, we only have two. Let Let's do the last one before we do the really okay that that one. Yeah, because that'll be relatively quick, and then okay. Well, we um, the, as a matter of fact, let's do the last one and then go to a break, and then we can start the other one. Okay, and then, cool. And then do the thing. Cause. Did you ever watch um this movie that came out? I think we were in college. Uh, maybe late. Yeah, school. we were definitely in college. Um, called I Am Legend. I Am Legend. Can I tell you that this, for a time, was one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I could see it. It was really good. I cry. First of all, okay, let me preface this by saying this. It doesn't take but so much... <laughs> To make me cry. I have no problem with admitting that. Like, I I cry at the drop of a hat. I cry on a dime. Yep. Like, it... Okay. Like... I'm not allowed to cosign? No, you can cosign, but, like, not quickly. Like, like, like build up to the cosign. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, Ooh, and at some point, gonna need to... Charge your computer. Charge this laptop, because it is dying. Um, When Will Smith... Has to kill his dog. Ugh. Oh, such a such a good good dog. I wanted a German Shepherd for the for a little bit of st- a time because this was well after Sweetie, and I was just like, oh, 
German Shepherds are probably the next best, probably breed of dog. Cause like they look, they're so loyal and stuff. And then I remembered about you know um, the Nazis. Nazis. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Oh yeah, no, they are loyal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no wonder they're loyal. Um, they're bred that way. But uh, and also uh, uh, fucking uh, the the South. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They don't have a good rep. Yeah, they don't have a. You know. You know what? It okay. So, side note. This might be a tall order. I want black people to rehabilitate the image of German shepherds the same way that we have rehabilitated the image of pit bulls. We have not. Pit bulls are still the black people of dogs. I mean, pit bulls are the black people of dogs. They get harassed and mistreated and are more likely to be killed. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, they're most likely to be killed in shelters along with black cats and other black dogs. Like real black, like why, the color of is black. Is that why all fucking uh, hipster white women love pit bulls? Probably. They always want to be some sort of white savior, so. Yeah. Probably. That, I mean, the reason why they would get them is because they they're are most to likely to get killed. They are. They are. They are. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Um, but uh, I did watch this movie. I... <sighs> The only reason why it fell out of my favor was years later, mm-hmm. I realized, one, there's a director's cut where, like, which the director's cut is way better, which it has an alternate ending. Yes, I did see the alternate ending. Yeah. I didn't watch and the, the alternate ending is way better than the actual original ending because I'm just like, well, it's, it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. But, like, the ending of the original movie just fucking frustrated me because just like why did you have to like you could just why like what well spoiler alert speaking of the ending you know the ending yeah i do you know what happened now will it surprise you for me to tell you that in the sequel that they have that's planning on coming out that um it's going to star michael b jordan mm. Right? Right? Michael be handsome. Okay. And Will Smith. Now, I'm going to say perhaps... These are my ways I've been thinking about the movie. Either it's going to be like he survives the explosion. Michael B. Jordan saves him and nurses him back to health. Or Michael B. Jordan is like his nephew or something. Because from what I remember, he only had that one child and the one child died in the in the, the thing. Yeah. Um, or Michael B. Jordan is just going to be some random that he saw and is, you know, black men love each other and friends and relationships. Yeah. We're strong and we can connect with yeah, each so other. Yeah, so let's be dismissive of that. that. That's not dismissive. It's just a random plot line that they're going to possibly make. Right. Um, and I'm, I just really, I need to figure out or, or what it could be is he is dead. Cause in the end of the movie, spoiler, blah, 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 he dies. Yeah. He, he, he blows fucking, himself up. He blows himself up. He runs into the fucking glass with the fucking grenade, but he, but the, fu- uh, the, 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 the lady is in the corridor or like, she's in like a fucking, like uh, a, 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 a fireplace shoot or something yeah, some to sort of survive. Yeah, thing. 
he couldn't throw the grenade and then get into that fucking shoot. <laughs> I think that he was, I don't know what it was, but my theory about it is either he, if, if, if he's not feel dead, like he made it more dangerous by, is he's going to be, um, a like narrator. Or you'll see him in yeah, flashbacks. Yeah, maybe, maybe he'll be, maybe he'll narrate the movie. Which is like, I don't. Then you don't, don't tell me that Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan are starring it. Well, tell know, me that Michael B. Jordan, Jordan how many is starring. Movies where Morgan Freeman narrates and he's in the movie, but he's not in the movie because yeah, he's just, just narrating. I always hate that. It's just, yeah, it's weird. Like you know what? Let let you know what? I have a sneaky suspicion that if he doesn't get the Oscar for King Richard, mm-hmm. I think he's just gonna give up. I think he's just gonna be like, you know what? He got a Fuck SAG it. award. So, like, it's, don't say so to a SAG award. That's a really great award. I'm sure it is. That's not what he wants. Well, you can't EGOT with a SAG. Can he? It's EGOT not any it's other not way. EGOT. It's not EGOS. Okay. Can you? It's fucking EGOT. And he got a Grammy. I'm pretty sure. Oh, he for, did get a Grammy from Parents Don't Understand. Yeah, and um, I, he for summertime. Yeah, and I don't think he's ever. I don't. I'm not sure if he's done anything like for theater. You did know? he ever get an Emmy for? No, 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 no. Maybe, oh, that's why he probably has the new dramatic Fresh Prince that everyone's supposedly talking about that they like. I saw a theory that I absolutely loved. I haven't seen the new, because I refused to buy Peacock. (laughs) I saw a theory that said that, like, he should be the father. He should be the absentee father of the new... Fresh yeah, Prince of Bel Air, and then he comes in and he's yeah. you know does that one episode and leaves and and then, well, you know what? I actually don't want that to happen because like this the the, the from what I've been seeing, this new Fresh Prince is very dramatic. Everyone's been saying it's very dramatic. I haven't watched one episode, but I apparently Carlton's doing episode. coke. Carl Carlton's doing coke. The Aunt Viv might might be fucking. Ashley Michael might be Jordan. gay. Oh, look at this, Michael Early. What did I, what did I, oh, you Michael said e. Michael yes. B. Jordan. Sorry. Well, all these Michaels on my brain. Okay. Um, But I, I want to watch it. But I do not have Peacock and, until I find I'm one. I'm not getting Peacock. And this yeah. is somebody who likes wrestling, and I know that wrestling is on there. Uh, and I'm just like, I'm I'm not. Look, if if there's three that I don't have. I don't have Peacock. I don't have Apple TV. And I don't have um, Paramount Plus. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not getting I'm not getting them. No. And I'm out here trying to fuck somebody who has an account. Oh, my It's God. hard because no one has those accounts. So Don't it's like, what the fuck? Too bad. Like, it's like, I already have a Netflix account. I don't need a Netflix account. I wish on dating apps people would just put <laughs> what streaming <laughs> services they have to make things mm. easier. Yes. Sure. Yeah. This oh. is a perfect segue to the next thing. No, actually, we're going to... It's gonna, a perfect segue to the break. It's going to be the, the perfect thing. segue to the break. We're going to take a... Are we done with uh, I Am Legend? Oh, yeah. My thing was I just want to know how they're about to connect to the fact that he's dead. He died. Like, I don't I don't know how Will Smith is going to come back. He's going to be a zombie. Or maybe, you know, it might be one of those things where, like, maybe in, like, a flashback, they cross paths, like, briefly, and Will Smith will be in the movie for, like, 15 minutes before mm-hmm. it just is, like, a Michael B. Jordan movie. Is Michael B. Jordan falling off? What? 
He's dating no, Lori Harvey. As, where was the last he movie? He just he did that movie Letter for Jordan by oh, Dana the story yeah. that Dana Kennedy wrote about her her partner oh, dying yeah. in the war. Okay. That that will that that Denzel Washington directed. What t- fell off where? He just shot and wrote an article or he didn't wrote, shoot it, but he wrote an article in Paper Magazine about Steve Harvey in his flamboyant outfits. So, okay. Well, he's I'm sure working he's, his butt I'm off. sure he's doing f- well. And I and I and I know that he popped up briefly in the Space Jam 2 movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, we didn't watch that together. I watched Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched oh, it. I didn't I didn't spend 1 minute on that movie. Yeah, no, it was it was terrible. No, we watched it. We watched we it. We did? We did watch it. Wow. Yeah, and it was terrible. I do not remember that. Yeah. Of all the movies that we watched together, that movie was the wow. was the second worst because the worst was the fucking Medea Homecoming. Um, <laughs> but with that being said, let's go to a quick break, and we'll be back with more of the Black and Snurdy Podcast. You're listening to the Black and Snurdy <sighs> Podcast. We now return to the Black and Snurdy podcast. All I want to do is see you turn into a giant woman, a giant woman. All I want to be is someone who gets to see a giant woman, a giant woman. All I want to do is help you turn into a giant woman, a giant woman. All I want to be is someone who gets to see a giant woman, a giant woman. Oh, I know it will be great, and I just can't wait to see the person you are together. If you give it a chance, you could do a huge dance because you are a giant woman. You might even like being together, and if you don't, it won't be forever. But if it were me, I really want to be a giant woman. A giant woman. All I want to do is see you turn into a giant woman. I think that might be the next show. That I go back and watch from the beginning. Yeah, it's always a good one. That and, that and Adventure Time. Mm-hmm. Even though sometimes Adventure Time is weird. I oh oh, you know what? Fuck that. I I think I I'm gonna go back and watch Adventure Time. I have to let enough time go between so that I like not forget the episodes. But you know, the episodes like five minutes long, so it's not hard to be like, oh yeah, I remember this. So I do feel like. But those, both of those in conjunction, could those could be a good depression helper. Good little girl, always picking a fight with me. You know that I'm bad, but you're spending the night with me. What do you want from my world? You're a good little girl. They had so much good music. So many good. Bad little boy. That's what you're acting like. I really don't mind. That you're that kind of guy, and if you are, why do you want to hang out with me? I think I lost the... You did. It's fine. All so, right. yeah. this is a good good song to sing, because mm-hmm. we are going to get into our mental health. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know about you, but I find that um, Steven's Universe talks about mental health so well that honestly I would I feel like 85% of the episodes yes I'm crying due to some sort of emotional trigger I didn't even realize I had yeah um so now as we begin to take a stroll down 
Yes. Mental health lane. Our mental health odyssey. Okay. I had it there and you just, you had to go in. Yeah. You wanted, you went, yeah, I'm helping you. You were not. I was done. Or not done, but almost. And then you came in and you tried to just, how's your mental health going? Okay. Because right now you're, you're perturbing mine. My mental health is not great. <laughs> I can, like well. I said, I'm still, I'm, uh, you know, like I'm still looking for a black therapist. I think I found one. Uh, fingers crossed. So fingers crossed. Um, hopefully uh, I'll be able to set up an appointment in a couple of weeks. I just need to get to the 15th and then I will have a better understanding of my finances for the next month. And mm-hmm. then I'll be able to set up an appointment and go from there. Is your voice going to get continuously higher as you? <laughs> um, well, I mean that's great. Um, anything else mental healthy wise? No, no for that's you? pretty much it. Just well, I, you know, I, I buckle up. Oh, okay. So, how are you doing, Odie? Well, fucking sucks. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're alive. Okay, we're alive. We're thriving. We're thriving. I'm, I'm, I, we're thriving. Um, my mental health this week has been so-so. One, I'm annoyed with myself because um, I had finally had my therapy appointments after two weeks of being off. And remember when we just, like, that wasn't, it wasn't last week or it was, like, earlier last week. And I was talking to you about, how I've been feeling very anxious, I've been feeling very depressed, and all sorts of, you know, my ADHD trolling me, and we were like, yeah, you know, this is definitely something gotta bring up to the therapist. Yes. And I had not one, but two therapy appointments, and I want to say they might have been the same day, and I forgot to mention that both times. I believe I was with you when I brought that up over our phone call, and I looked at your face. Yes. Saw the reaction. Yep. Of when you realized that I forgot that you did. How often does that happen? All the, the fucking time. If I I could have the worst month, I like say if I didn't see my therapist for a month, this could have been the most shenanigan filled month. And when I tell you, if I have one good day. <laughs> that when I get in there, she's like, how are you doing? I'm like, ah, that's okay. Like, I don't, if I don't text her, like, this is some shit we're going to have to talk about. <laughs> I will legit forget, oh, yes, I have actually been having a really rough time and crying randomly and all these other shenanigans. I think that you are so used to burying whatever traumatic events happen on a day-to-day, weekly, whatever basis that you literally, like, you take it, maybe you don't process it, but you take it, and then it's just out of your mind, onto the next thing, then to the point where, like, it, it, it has to, we have to get, like, an excavation crew to, like, dig for the actual 
problems. You are not wrong. You are not. I, uh, I was actually, funny enough, talking about this to my therapist last week, which one of the things we actually did get to is, like, we've been working on my, like, standing up for myself, um, to mostly standing up to myself, people in power, because what, even though most people, like, you know, on a regular basis, I really don't care. <laughs> I do not care when people are annoyed or upset. And this is not, this does not mean I will tell those people I don't care. They will a hundred percent from my response because like I just, just because I don't care about something doesn't mean that I don't care about that person. So I want to make sure that I'm listening and hearing them and giving them the space to whatever, you know, share their grievances and do what I can to change the situation. However, I generally do not care because I feel like most people say uh, their issues are stupid issues that didn't even like it was a personal problem to them. But like to me, that's uh, you know, friendship, relationships, etc. You you gotta listen to what people are saying. However, for myself, and this could, is a there's so many reasons behind this. But like, if someone does something to me. Uh, whether it's if it's rude, uh, disrespectful, crosses a boundary, I generally will not necessarily say something to them in that moment. It, it's something that I've had to work very hard on. I, it's better um, when I it's in a romantic sense because I've learned that in relationships that. I have to say what I do and do not like early, early on or else five, six months later down the road, I'm going to end up hating the person. So I'm definitely, I've learned to be more vocal when it comes to that. But in regular everyday situations, I try to, one, give people the benefit of the doubt because I get really irritated very quickly. Um, and two, if it's a situation that's going to make me uncomfortable, um, then I, uh, uh, like, I'm definitely conflict avoidant in that sense. And so what will happen is people will be doing things to me and it'll be frustrating and I'm angry, but I may not necessarily tell them. Um, or if I feel like I've told them enough times and they're still doing it, then it's like, nah, I'm good. Um... And that just like ha talking about how that is detrimental to me because most often I'm the one that's feeling uncomfortable and upset and frustrated and this other person is just going on about their business and it just ends in me like screaming at them. And like if we have, we, like it's like I, I wait until there seems to be the right moment, which means I may not, like I don't generally blow up on people but it will be like, all right, we've been having one particular issue all this time and I've been letting it slide. And then because I feel like I don't ever want to blind side someone um, with a, a confrontation, I will wait until something happens to bring it up and then... something interesting in your phone 
I'm I'm listening to you. You are staring at your phone. I'm listening to you. We have had this conversation. Odie. Odie. Don't do that. Many times. Don't do that. Like I am I am paying attention. I cannot feel it. Oh my god. You see how I'm telling you? In the moment. You, you, you seem to not have an issue being able to tell me. Well, thank you for giving me such a Thank God for thank years for of therapy to, to help you get to this point. For me to tell you my grievances in real and time. And you see how receptive I am. There you go. Great. That's fantastic. You. Can you continue? Yes. So I've learned that I have to stop holding the things in and waiting for the right moment and just saying it regardless of who they are. And what sort of power dynamics there might be. Because it doesn't matter if I'm allowing my boss to talk to me crazy um, because I'm being compassionate to them because they have, they're building a company. They have all these different things that they're juggling in life. Well, we know which boss you're talking about. <laughs> I didn't say anybody's name. It's a very unique situation, I would say. And... <laughs> I, I can be like I have found myself being so compassionate to them that then when they're being rude, judgmental, mean to me that I don't I will just like shut down or not respond or just be like, you know what? I recognize my my stake in this. I'm holding myself accountable because at the end of the day, like I'm not trying if someone tells me something and it's like a work or related in that type of dynamic, I'm not, I want to, I want to own whatever I'm doing. Even if there could have been a reason behind it or whatever the case may be, I want to own it. But I recognize that I don't need to own shit that is not mine. And sometimes in these work situations, people have put stuff on me. That is not me. It's just like, you're stressed out because you decided to create a company and not hire enough help. And now you're stressing me out about that, but that's not my doing, you know, like, and being able to say that and over communicate um, my needs, I feel like moving forward, like that's a lesson. I'm like, yeah, I definitely need to do that. Um, also, Brooklyn was pooping blood. TMI, but whatever. It's fucking scary. I don't know what's wrong with him. Thankfully, he has been a little bit better today. He was no shitting in my room, thank God, or shitting in his crate in my room, thank God. And he pooped before we left, uh, before I left to come over here and record, and there was little to no blood. So I hope that whatever the fuck was going on with him this weekend has been alleviated because no sentient being pooping blood is ever known to be a good thing. It's not. Uh, there's nothing normal about pooping blood. And if you out there, listener, is pooping blood, please see a health physician, a doctor. Just do your due diligence. So, yeah. I would say uh, definitely don't want blood in my poop. Okay. Nope. All right. Um, I don't. Now, Am I wrong for saying you're not that? Wrong. You're not wrong. Jesus. Um, in a, this is something I wanted to talk about um, that we didn't get to last in last episode, last episode, last segment. But I think that it has some mental health ties, so I feel like it's a good place to start here. Okay. Um, 
So you have heard and also watched a Love is Blind. Yes. And the premise... What? No, this is... This is... What we were going to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, why are we giving clarifications? I already said it. No, I I agree with you. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. It's late. We're friends. We're friends. (laughs) That's how we reset, guys. We reset... (laughs) Whenever it gets close to being like, oh, I'm over this motherfucker. Like, no, we're friends. Um, okay, nice so, well, the thing about Love is Blind is it is a it's a social experiment whether people can match with people without being seen and that lead to marriage, mm-hmm. right? So, one thing that I've noticed about it, because now in its second season is you're in these pods. From what we know, you're in these pods. Please don't. And and on what? The, on the, on the, uh, what like, do you want me to say? What I, do you want me to call I them? don't want to use... You're in these rooms. Thank you so much. And <laughs> you're in these rooms. And <laughs> this is the most ridiculous instrumental. Um, How is this ridiculous? The, the song is called <laughs> Love is Blind. You're in these rooms. You're meeting with people. And from what we found out, the you first start off talking for about 15 minutes. And then as time goes on, if you, there's someone that you like, it's getting more serious. It can extend. Mm-hmm. But you're talking... Over the course of basically like 10 days, you have two weeks or those 10 days to talk to people and get engaged. And if you don't, you don't go move on to the next level. Yeah. Um, Which is a vacation in Mexico and and then then moving in together. Et cetera, et cetera. Chicago or whatever city Um, everyone's living in. And I'm curious. there's There's a few things I'm curious about. Do you feel like there is some brainwashing happening? Because they are living... In these spaces, without being, they don't. From what I they see, can't use their phones. Do we? They, well, they, they can't, can't have their phones. Oh. No social media or anything. From what we've seen, I haven't seen a window, so I want to know where the fuck they're at because we don't even see. Like you know, I, at least in the circle. I actually, would like that. Like you, that's a, like a being for, in a freaking cave. That's for a little bit at least. Like, no, for, for, those are, are you talking about ten days and potentially are, another week of being in Cancun and. Going on fucking I mean, boat sure. rides and but diving think, in caves and shit. When like, we talk about like brainwashing techniques, keeping the time. I would like to see what you would be like without social media around you. I would be uh, fine. I would love to not have social media. I would love to be able to unplug and not talk about, look at, I would, or scroll. I would love to like, see I that. I actually miss fun to see going that. on vacations and not having internet. Yeah. Because I don't have to, like, I don't have, even if I have I mean, the impulse. I mean, technically, you could still do that. Like. Yeah, but, like, you're generally, one, when I go abroad. All right. Enough of this. Thank you. If I go on abroad, I'm using my internet for actual, like, use. Like, I, I need to Google map or get somewhere on an Uber, and I'm not going to remember to keep going back and forth. The only reason I wouldn't be going on social media is because sometimes when you go abroad, even though you get like a 2G or 3G, it's so fucking slow compared to what you would have been in your at in the states that it's it's pointless because you barely could use it. But um, I just feel like it's kind of like that's an interesting psychological thing to be in a place where you have really no access to the outside world. You are in a heightened 
situation and there's a lot of dopamine. Everyone keeps talking about they're in love in these pods. That's why I said I need to get on the show. Because they're talking about they're in love, they're in love, they're in love. And I want to scream at all of them, this is just the dopamine. You haven't even crossed into the paths of Odie, do you, you actually like this on person? on the show would, like, I, the more that we, because we watch the show together. And the more that we talk about the show and the more that we watch the show... The, and the more that we talk about you being on this show, the more I think that you would ultimately end up being like the villain of the season. I think so. I think you would end up being the villain. I think you would, because you would logic everything. Like you would, you would, you would be, you would you'd fucking beat boops. Like you would, you would, you would literally be like, like somebody proposed to you and you like. No, like we we've we haven't seen each other. We haven't met each other. Like, what no, are you talking about? I like, would I, I don't say know yes, like, but I will say I don't know your FICO score, which I, that's I mean, me. That's yeah. actually me. I'm, I'm the one obsessed with credit scores. That I kid. think that if it's only ten days, don't propose to me on day five. We need to have a see, day seven or eight. Day seven or eight. Oh my god! Then you Odie. can propose. Oh, don't you? I'm just saying, because again, dopamine. These are things as a person with ADHD. I want you who to go on the show. Always searching I want for you to dopamine. Go on the show and I want to. I want to see you try to fucking logic the shit out of it. Just like, like, ooh, you you proposed to me on day nine. Like, I I can't say yes to this. You know, like. You're wrong, because I don't think if you I would, go on I that show, you I'm would be, be brutally, you would be brutally honest. I'm not with brutally everybody. honest. I'm just generally no, you're nicely honest. No, you're 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 not bluntly honest. You are you are you're honest to a fault. I am, I always when I tell people the truth. I always well. Yeah, no, you I labor try over to how to be nice about as it, but nice you are... As nice as possible in telling people the truth. I am not a brutally honest person because I don't want brutal honesty. I want you to tell it to me with a little bit of sugar on top. Yeah, you're, okay, Lauren Hill. Like, you're okay. fucking killing them softly. Okay, is that not better? Would you rather it's be killed not... soft or hard? Hard. No. Just kill me hard. No. Just... Killing someone All softly these... is like... Giving them a cyanide pill and they die instantly versus putting little dots uh, in their body of like little needles and letting them drain out. I'm not going to get into why (laughs) that was your go-to example. Because I just killed somebody, haven't you? No, I just watched, uh, what is that show? Yeah. Oh, I was just watching Peaky Blinders and he just offered some guy a cyanide pill and he didn't take it, so... That's where I came from. But that's a quick way to die. That's what they give spies, allegedly. I don't know. I'm not a spy. But like, I'm a, a, like a fake tooth with like a cyanide pill. Exactly. Like, like they chew it. and That's what all the Nazis had in the war so that they got caught. Boom, boom, boom. You're done. You, you know, like that's quick. That is killing me softly because you're just, you're just done. Versus someone killing you by a thousand cuts because that's painful and it draws it out and it's not necessary. And I feel like if I had to choose... I'm killing, choosing the soft way. And I just want to say that I think that this show, it needs honesty from people so that anyone coming into the room with me is going to know 
that what that's they're gonna getting be your audition tape isn't before it? Like they, they leave i think that i it was honest and if people were on and like i just it's just gonna be a montage of you saying the word honest yes Saying the word well, honest, you're you, you saying honest is the equivalent of Shayna squinting. Oh my god! Okay, well first, who did you give me your top couple on the show and give me your most hated couple? It doesn't matter oh, if they're still well, together. Oh, it doesn't matter if they're still together. But just like my get, top, to, uh, uh, Ayana and Jarrett, number one with okay. a bullet. Number one. Okay. Um. <laughs> Yeah, oh, way better than. I'm not. I, you can mix and match the couples. It just needs to be a girl and a guy. No, okay, thank you. Um, that wasn't clear in the beginning. But like, uh, yeah, yeah. I I love Jared and Ayana. They they just they mesh together. So like, they're, you know what it is, and this is why I appreciate the second season more than the first season. They both have strong personalities. Mm-hmm. That don't get lost in each other when they're dating and being together, and mm-hmm. they and they come together to make a unit. Mm-hmm. Like that first season, I still to this day hate fucking those two who are the poster <laughs> child for Love Is Blind. Why do you hate like, Lauren? I, because like, and no, Cameron. I don't hate Lauren. I hate the fact that Lauren and Cameron is Cameron is a nothing and a nobody. That Lauren, she's play. Cameron is Play-Doh that Lauren can mold and meld into her own little John B-like image. And that's what she has done. She was a fucking content creator. She was a fucking influencer or whatever like that. And she came on. She took this fucking nothing and molded him into, ooh, the perfect husband. Now he's me. Everything like that. And I, she, he's rapping to my dad. Like, it, oh, the God, that was terrible. Thing. Like... They are the, they are the, they, they, they might as well be Legos because they're the most like fucking constructed couple I've ever fucking seen. Meanwhile, Ayana and Jarrett, they, they, they both individually been through some shit. She's, you know, she was, she admitted that she had gone through some shit and this, and, and Jarrett, that motherfucker got stabbed and you saw the fucking wounds and shit on his That was a stuff. serious like, stabbing. When he said he got stabbed, I did not expect that. Wow. That was up his tummy. Oof. And meanwhile, like, and what? I'm supposed to just go over to fucking Danielle and Nate or whatever the fuck his name is, who's clearly like, uh, I don't want to go down that yep. road, but like, uh, yeah, it's just like, like she high anxiety or whatever like that. Like she just like makes something out of nothing. It's just, it's no, Ayana, Ayana and Jared all the way. I'm team them more than any other couple in the fucking world. And if I could give a special shout out to one individual, mm-hmm. it would be Deepti because she is beautiful Mm -hmm, she's mm -hmm. gorgeous inside and out she deserves so much better and she got her time wasted by fucking shake fuck him he and his little black shirt gold chain aziz ansari fucking like mannerism ass fucking bullshit i think it's my aunt like go fuck yourself and you can go, like, fuck yourself into an early grave. Oh. All right? Like, I'm just... That's very... A lot. Even yeah. for you. Fuck him. Because he... Like, I 
would love nothing more than to 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 even just yep yep go out on a date with mm-hmm. Dee. Mm-hmm. She seems nice. Mm-hmm. She seems like she has a, a very well traveled, interesting stories to tell. You know, mm-hmm. and and Shake wasted a fucking time. Worst couple, I would say, of all of the fucking seasons, has to be, um, well, well, Kyle and fucking Shayna, because that was it was a lot. It was a lot. Like too much. It like she she knew from get go that she did not want to be with Kyle. She knew she wanted to be with Shane. Hell, like fucking like she, you know, (laughs) I thought the reunion was funny because she was, it seemed like she was ready to be like, yeah, me and Shane have been talking. And Shane was like, no, 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 no. I'm not having that. I don't want to talk about that. I do not want (laughs) Shane. Shane might be the underdog. What? Because no, 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 no. Don't give me, give me, don't hear me out. Hear me out. He needs therapy. Uh-huh. And he needs to go to therapy. We're he needs to process his emotions and everything like that. We're in agreement. And his behavior is awful. But the fact that like he had the sort of cognizance to be like, I know how I'm going to be treated on this show. Even if he didn't do it in the most smooth way, the fact that he was just like, I, I'm not going to go on this reunion show and be labeled the worst. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to let Shake do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to distance myself from Shake. Why are you letting him sit next to me? Like, mm-hmm. he he told Shake to shut up at one point. Like, mm-hmm. it, like mm-hmm. it, it, and, and like when they was like, oh, yeah, uh, you and Shane have a day. He's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting into that. I'm not. We're not he over. That. He jumped the gun, though. They weren't even about to ask him that. No, because he just like I, I kind, I kind of respect it. I respect the idea of like, look, again, if I'm gonna be sm- obviously like a smoother person, would have found a way to like, you know, give a non-answer. But he doesn't have those fucking faculties in his two brain cells. Like he, he sniffed uh, them away. He, he, yes, yeah. He, he, but he did the best. He did the best that he could, you know. And that's why I at least give some respect to him. Okay, well, um, I like you put Ayana and Jared yes. at number one. Number one, and the worst couple is Shayna and Kyle. Shake. No, no. I told you Shayna and Shake. Mix they dated up the couples, and you said I know, and I am now giving you my response, and you are now feeling whatever you're feeling because you decided to not listen to me the first time. Um, but yes, Shake and Shayna. Are the worst. Um, it would have been Shane. However, Shane was way, well, I won't say he's way better behaved than Shake, but the reunion really solidified the two of them as villains for me forever um, because they're both racist. And um, yeah, well, they're both racist. That's the main one. I mean, Shane's family said they need someone to act like an American. Shake! So. Wants to fuck white women. Wants that's to all. have white babies. Yeah, that's it. And that's it. Yes. That's he doesn't it. want his children to be anywhere near looking like any of his aunties or his mother or his father. He wants them to look like Fuck Shana. you, Shake. Um, and it's very... And now, on one hand, you know, I cannot 100% fault him 
because colonization and anti uh Asianness is the that internalized racism is something that all melanated folks have to deal with. And I don't I couldn't imagine what he might possibly have had to deal with um in his Indian community. He's not like super dark, but he's also not very light. So he, who knows? However, he is a narcissist or he has narcissistic tendencies that we should all be paying attention to. And there's a really good doctor that I like. I think it's Raja. Um, my, my computer, of course, just decided to be annoying. Um, I'll put the link in the thing. Um, she talks about narcissism a lot on her YouTube channel and like ways of spotting it, not only in others, but yourself. He, if he's looking for a therapist that looks like his auntie, she's right there for him. If for one person to be talking about looking like your auntie and, it, it's I, I, I'm curious about the show because I really want to know what sort of psychological tests people get before they go on to make sure that they're stable. No, it's like being a cop. Like they're, <laughs> I mean, sorry. It's like being a security guard. They're not doing any psychological tests. Well, it's the thing that worries me about that, though, is this is not... It's for ratings. A, like, fo- having people do a situation where they're make falling sure in love... With somebody else, mm-hmm. or what they feel is love with someone else, mm. in that short period of time, like what do they say? It's only it only takes like thirty days for someone to change your life, and for you to come. There are people who have dated somebody for a month, two months, and they never forget them their whole entire life. So even though the time doesn't really do any, it, the time is not a lot, but the time and the connection can be uh, multiplied. Because of the different circumstances. And I think that there are some people on that show, and just in in life, who could leave their worse off. Like, for me, I feel like someone like a Shake, not a Shake, Shane, who has clearly so many different things that he needed to have worked out, he's not someone that he should have ever been on the show. Unless he was having intense therapy, and we know he wasn't doing that. So you put him on the show, you know all these things about him, uh, his dad dying and all those different struggles that he has, and now you put him in a situation where, I mean, I don't know about what was being said in his interview, but it was very, very clear to me from the beginning that he has some sort of inferiority complex for whatever reason, and we don't know. He's a, he's tall, seemingly attractive, nice build, etc., very charismatic, but it's like all that is hiding a deeper um, issue that he has. And you could see from the moment he and Natalie were like in a real life together. And he's like, do you like me? Do you like me? And she's just like, and I, to me, I find uh, Natalie very, I felt she was very interesting, very funny, but I could see how like some of her comments where she's just joking and she's like, you're not that cute. Those are things that I've said to someone in a relationship and not like um, to the point where they wouldn't have known what that I liked them. But I'm a very jokey person. I know that I'm someone, if you have a, a, a inferiority complex, I would not exacerbate it on purpose, but I'm also not somebody who is like blowing smoke up anybody's ass um, like that. 
So that is something that people, like he, the producers should have scoped that out and been like, well, let's make sure this dude's okay. Because what happens if when she had said no, spoilers, when she said no at the thing, if he had not, like, tried to harm her because of, like, how much he felt, I want to say, in a way, what's the word? It's like she had, he wanted her to, to, he felt obligated to her or entitled to her affections and her love. Because even at the time when we were, we were watching him in the, the reunion, he's tell, gaslighting her about she should be saying that he's a good boyfriend or he was a good guy when they, when, when they had that argument and it wasn't just all her. You're the one that told her you hated her. Like, we didn't have the full conversation, but we got a little bit of it. And the bit of it was not looking good on you. So I feel it's a slippery road. And I'm hoping that we have we can go through uh, another, you know, two or three seasons without someone having a mental breakdown. Okay. I think so. Like, I, I think, well, one, there's definitely going to be, like, another two, three seasons. This is now going to be. As long as no one dies, they're going to continue doing it. I don't think, obviously. Like, I, yes. And even, honestly, actually, take that back. If someone kills somebody else on the show, I don't think they're going to, I don't think that that would be enough impetus for them to be like, nah. I still want to see you on this show. I'm going to sign for, up. If for no other reason I'm gonna sign to up. watch these. Like, I want, I'm curious what music scores they're going to have <laughs> under you. Like, are they going to have, like, the goofy doop-doop-doop-doop-doop? Like, you know, like, I can't see you with, like, a dramatic score. Just, like, like, I also just don't, hmm. I'll keep mm-hmm. that comment to myself. Okay, thank you. Yeah, um, moving on. The uh, last thing, though, about this whole show is Deep T and Kyle mm-hmm. may be there. They may be trying. I hope that they. I hope that they um, are trying to date. She told reporters Still that. Don't think that the should be with Kyle, but I do think that. They should at least have try. Some you know, let's yeah, see. You know. She said that they're you know seeing how they Deep can put their friendship Kyle. could could go, and I think that's a good thing. And I Deep D is way too good for Kyle. I just hope that everyone is happy. It's just those ears. And can you still not? It's it's look. Body I shame I understand. I'm, I'm not ears. trying to body shame anybody. I'm just saying that, like, because obviously he's gonna hear this. <laughs> Maybe. You don't know where he could be listening to podcasts. Oh, my God. Someone said something really funny, and I, they were like, oh, Morgan Jenkins on Twitter. Mm. She was like, if we keep talking shit about Shake, he's going to end up with a podcast. No. Oh, and I God. 100%. The, it's going to be the, the Shake the Shake Shack? The Shake Shack. Oh, oh my God. No. It's going to be the Shake Shack. No, I hope not. I hope not. Please don't. And I also hope that you have that. Recording I sent you earlier from SNL loaded up. Oh my god! For later, but um, well, that was all I had to talk about during. I I I I was curious if like, I guess my main question for you, mm-hmm. main takeaway from talking about this in this section mm-hmm. is: Do you think people's mental health is should be um, a ratings ploy? Yes, because are you being serious? The all the it's 
the oh, it's the almighty dollar. Are you being serious, honey, or or what? I don't know. No, I'm not being serious. Okay, great. No, like I don't think uh, people's mental health should be exploited for fucking ratings or for clicks or anything like that. Do you think that people's mental think, health is but being that's exploited where we, for ratings on Love Is Blind? No, no, I you don't, don't. I don't think it should be. But no, but do you, but do you think it is? Oh, for sure. For, for, there, there's a bunch of lonely ass motherfuckers who are going on a show to potentially marry someone they've never seen before and then like they spend three weeks with them and have to decide at like in front of their friends and family if they're gonna get married and they have to fucking constantly bring up the fact that they were in pods like the fact like that they're all they're all mentally ill they all need therapy they all need help but like as somebody who is currently going through a bit of a period of you know, isolation, I mm-hmm. will say, because I don't like the I don't like the term lonely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it 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 like, yeah, they're they're all they're all fucking they all want somebody. They all every like they want they want somebody and they felt like this was the way to get it. And only a few of them got it. Only two of them. I said a few. Said a few? Four is four is a few. So only Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Two couples. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I don't know. I'm. I feel like I love this show because I'm. I like. It's very interesting to me to see like the social sociological aspect of it. It's like cultural anthropology. Um. But I do. I just don't see the see you dramatically walking down the hallway going into. I'm. Ne- I would never. Things. But they're gonna slow me down. Yeah, it's gonna, gonna look like I'm dramatically walking. But I. I just. I do. I am curious. <laughs> How much of a Black Mirror documentary are we going to turn into um, in these situations? Because I don't know if you've ever heard about that first family that was the first ever reality show family that came. It was in the 70s. They followed this family, um, husband, wife, like three or four kids. I think one of the kids on the show on the, in the family came comes out. It got, one of the sons comes out as gay. Um, there was a like a... This was in the 70s? Yeah, it was like late 70s, early 80s. Um, and like the, it was the first reality TV family. And I don't even know if they were even, it was one of those things where they were just like following the family and filming them, like like an office style thing. And it turned into this massive situation. And I, when you read about the way the family fared, um, they did not fare well. Um, and I, I wonder if we have not ever really learned those lessons that we should have from these early uh social media or or reality tv shows and we are just uh marketing or commercializing people's feelings in a way that is just as harmful as someone like kanye west you know stalking his ex-wife but nobody cares because it's getting a lot of money and ratings and it's a Balenciaga commercial basically every time they come out but like how are we are causing these people potentially causing them harm well let me you don't have to wonder because i have the answer no we haven't we haven't learned these lessons yes we are definitely causing them harm, but it's all for the mighty brand. It's all for branding. It's all for marketing. It's all for the dollar. Like, it's like that's our fucking society. That's our culture, you know? Like, it's fucked up. It's dirty. 
and it and it's and it's gross and it's not getting any better anytime soon. Well, you know, I think this is a good way time to segue into other things that are getting better anytime soon. Our 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 um would you say our gripes? Our gripes, our, our grinds, our grinds, our, our issues, our problemas. Bring it. What? We gripe it. We're not griping anywhere else. We gripe it. This safe space for us to share. We gripe it. We ain't griping anywhere else. We gripe it. Uh, uh, uh. Oh my god, we can't both be on our phone at the same goddamn time. Well. And you're at least charging your phone. Like, yeah. mine is dying, yeah. c- killing me softly dying. Well, you're in your home, so. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um. So what's grinding you? What's what's getting in your gullet? Well, um, this, of course, the Ukraine-Russia situation uh, is horrible, but um, I think this was, was this my grinding last year, of last week of the... Uh, African and well, there's the yes. black students. Yes, it was. Well, I'm um, continuing that, but this, but it's it's kind of a, a little different uh, this week. I'm a very upset still that the there are Africans who are and black people in general being mistreated over there. Um, like I talked, we talked about uh, Maurice Cheeks, the pro basketball player. Um, I mentioned him. I talked about Brittany Griner, who was stuck there because his Ukrainian pro basketball team. Basically, like deuced, it was like deuces, and didn't set up any way for him to go home. Um, so just being left in the lurch. But I've been seeing a lot of posts by Black people where they're like, "Well, fuck you, like you know, fuck what's going on over there. Like that's not, nothing to do with us. Not our business." And I just would like to remind people that there's no way to really and truly. Uh, Distinguish yourself in a world war. Because nobody cares whether you're black, what country you're from, or any of these things when there's a war happening. Because as much as you might be like, I don't care, I don't want to mind, that's not my business. Um, if something escalates to a certain point, is everybody's business. So we are, it is 100% wrong for people in the Ukrainian army and military to be blocking people and telling them to wait to the back or that they need to walk to get to the, to the next safe spot, et cetera, et cetera. But like, again, like I mentioned with the military in Russia, those people are committing these atrocities. The citizens are not same thing with Ukrainians. The, there have been several, uh, what is the word? Notices, bulletins, just firsthand accounts of the Ukrainian people helping the, like, whoever, helping them there, them going into other countries and people being willing to help, and also them, unfortunately, going to other countries and still being given second-class citizen treatment, um, like in Germany, in Frankfurt, in Berlin. There have been people, like, you know, volunteers who are like, yeah, people are still being treated poorly, and that happens, but we can't let one atrocity cause us to forget 
kind of the bigger picture here. And I think that is something that we are going to have to work on because anti-blackness is not going away. So we have to figure out how to uh, not juggle. We should. We don't need to accept anti-blackness, but we cannot accept anti-blackness while also not accepting, you know, children being murdered on the street just because people that are being given orders are choosing to give them bigotedly, if that makes sense. So that's just been what's been grabbing me. Um, and also Brooklyn being sick is grabbing me because that's going to cost money. And I'm hoping that he doesn't have a perforated bowel and or cancer. Well, much like every single week, your stuff, very large. Mine, relatively small and petty. Scraping me say this the world is starting to open up and everybody is starting to go out have fun in the streets and bars mm-hmm. personal space is starting to be a thing that is invaded again mm-hmm. remember when covid started and like if you got on the train there was no one on the train or maybe there was one other person but they were on the other end of the car and Yes, I miss it. There was just so much isolation. And, and even when the restaurants and bars started opening back up, everybody was far away from each other. Now it's starting to get back to where everyone is just a regular, degular person. Yep. I do not like it. I'm not a fan of it either. I hate as somebody, all right, so as somebody who is social and who loves hanging out at bars, I do not like, because I'm a sociable person, I don't like chatting up random bar goers mm-hmm. because inevitably I will always end up hanging out with the drunk guy who's there at the <laughs> end of last call. Yeah. Who, who is way too drunk, mm-hmm. who who is is using the bar as an oasis from whatever bullshit is happening in his life. Mm -hmm. And boy, oh boy, you can smell every single drink that they ordered (laughs) in life, not even off the menu, but in life Mm -hmm. on their breath. What I'm saying is this. Bar goers, bring a breath, man. Bring a gum. Bring a dentine ice. Bring a trident. <laughs> bring a winter fresh. Bring a fucking uh, red, uh, whatever. Any, red? any. Uh, I was thinking Do of. They the still sell big red. I haven't big seen big red. Yeah, I was. I was thinking of big, big red. But uh, you know what? My dad loves cinnamon. He loves the smell My of like cinnamon and, and and cinnamon sm- like scents. Mm. And I'm just like, that's not a good smell. Like it. I, I don't like it. Cinnamon bring prosperity well, into yeah, your home. But you have a fucking type, so of course. What um, does me liking cinnamon have to do with a type? It's you, a good you would, smell. You would totally love a dude who's like my gum is big red. What? And it makes sense. You were it, it actually delusional. does make sense. I'm you're not. A, you're I'm not going to get into it on right this podcast, now. but I, it does make sense. Let's continue. Use context clues. Um, I'm not. 
go on with your statement. Please. Please, if you're going to talk to somebody, please don't have harsh halitosis breath. Like, don't talk to me. Or just don't talk to me. That's also an option. That's, That's a, a option. beautiful option. Please leave me the fuck alone. Don't talk to me. I don't want to talk to nobody at the bar. I I just want to hang out at the bar with my friends. I want to talk to the bartender a little bit. And I want to be left alone. And I, that's your right. I don't want to, like, I am much like that one white girl who saddles up at the bar and uh, draws or whatever and everything like that. Like, she <laughs> she clearly, like, is, is like, I want to be left alone. And I'm just like, well, you're in a public space. I get her. <laughs> I get her. I that makes sense to me. When you said drawers, I was thinking something completely different. Underwear. I, I, I yes. Yeah. Probably has Invader Zim goth underwear. Hot topic bullshit. But yeah. So that is my gripes. What's next? Well, now that we've finished with our gripes, let's talk about what's making us feel good. All right. So, what's been making me happy this week? Well, one, I think that this is an every week thing, uh, doing this podcast. Um, number two, I hired a virtual assistant who is not really virtual virtual. Sometimes they're going to be IRL with me, but I hired that one. Um, and things have been going well with work. This contract just seems, it's you know, it's going well. Um, so I feel like this is, I mean, I'm as best as can, can possibly be with the circumstances. And, um, oh, I don't think I mentioned this. My articles for that very well mind, um, special issue came out. So I'm excited about that. That's what about fantastic. you? Uh, I have some work related Goodness, goodness, goodness uh-huh. that's uh, starting tomorrow. Okay. Um, or today, technically. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> I hopefully will see that through and move forward accordingly, mm-hmm. but... Uh, it just, it, it gives me positive feelings in my stomach. That's know? good. I'm happy about that. I would elaborate, but I, I don't want to talk about it until, like, I actually do it, and then the aftermath. Yes, and that's good. Um, is that it? To be, t- to be continued. TBT. TBC. Yeah, to be C. TBC. Yep. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um. Yeah, that's it. So uh, that is everything that's happening good with my week. And uh, we will come back (laughs) next time with more of this podcast. Thank you for listening. Take it easy. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to contact the podcast, you can reach us via email at blackandsnerdypodcast at gmail.com. 
You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black and Snurdy Podcast, as well as on Twitter at Black and Snurdy. You can find me, Maurice, on all social media under the handle Licorice is Legit. That's L-I-C-O-R-I-S-H is Legit. And you can find me on Instagram. It's That's O-D-T-H-A-T-S-O-D dot E. And on Twitter, T-H-A-T-S-O-D underscore E. And don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to us. Tune in next time to the Black and Snurdy Podcast, where snurds of a feather rock together. Remember. (laughs) No, this is keeping it. (laughs) We're keeping this in. Don't forget to take your meds and your subs and drink water. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I actually want to keep that.